Thank you. 
tuned in to Locals Only here on KXCI. My name is Matt. I'm live in Studio 2A with Purple Spectre. Gentlemen, thanks for coming down tonight. Thanks for having us. Uh, Mike, why don't we uh, start off with introductions? I think everybody either has a mic or can crawl over to one, but we'll go around the room, let everybody know uh, who they are and uh, what they're playing tonight. Around the room, start with you. I'm Angelo Versace. I play keyboard. <laughs> I'm Max Goldschmidt, and I'm playing trumpet. I'm Mac Monahan. I'm playing the saxophone and providing the comps, the compositions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Patrick Morris. I'm playing bass. Uh, I'm Kai Felix. I'm playing drums. Great. So, uh, Mike, tell us a little bit about the history of this project. How, how long has this uh, existed in some form or another? Well, I think what we started in 2017. Yeah, right. 2017. Um, it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> no, I just, I really wanted to play with these particular gentlemen here. And uh, fortunately, they were all willing and able to embark upon this spectral journey. <laughs> um, yeah, so we played our first show at Solar Culture back in November of 2017. And then we've been doing intermittent performances ever since then and we just finished our first album releasing it on friday this friday at the screening room at 7 p.m um it's gonna be an awesome show so we hope to see a lot of people out there yeah excellent mm -hmm. so uh you you mentioned that you, you when you pulled this group together that you wanted to play with this particular group of players so tell us a little bit about that what what was it about this group, this combination of talent that uh, that got you excited about these compositions? Well, they're all very handsome. And that was that was a huge part of it. Um, <laughs> hey, here's $10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I feel like everyone in this band has a really strong artistic voice on their instrument, and that's what I really looked for, you know, in creating a group was... Because that's one thing that I really love about the tradition of jazz music is all the artists who had these really powerful strong voices like for instance you could you could hear even on piano i mean you hear hank jones play you can tell immediately it's him or you hear mccoy tyner play it's immediately you can tell even after they play like one or two notes you can tell who they are right. and it's an amazing thing and i feel like everyone in this band has that going for them and I think that when you blend all those unique voices together, it really creates something special. So mm. that's, that's sort of why. And they're all killing, too. <laughs> Super killing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, from a composition perspective, given that you know... You know, you know what you like about each of these players and what you find unique about the sort of artistic voices that they have. So... At what point in the process of um, starting to craft these tunes are you taking into account some of those voices or do you view your role from a composition perspective as coming up with a skeleton and then let the voices shine through from there? No, absolutely. I, I totally think of each one of these guys when I write, especially now. I mean, you know, from playing together so much, I mean, I know, I know how everyone plays so well that I really think about each person and their voice as I compose this music. Maybe the first, some of the earlier tunes, it was more of just sort of a abstract compositional space, but um, yeah. no, I'm, I'm definitely trying to compose for, and also to write things that I feel like 
like for instance the, the spirit realm i gave angelo this really crazy piano part at, at one point just to just to make him do it because <laughs> i knew he could so <laughs> uh and it, and it sounds awesome so yeah but i play it right <laughs> yeah so uh when uh, did is this one of those situations where you had already started working on some of these compositions before you pulled the group together, or uh, did you first put together this group of players and then start writing for it? I think the way it actually went down was I that summer before we formed, I had gone through this like really productive period where I just wrote a whole bunch of music and I really wanted to get it out there, you know, so. Yeah, it sort of started, I started composing for it before we actually formed, but, um, you know, ever since then, I've been trying to write, because one of the things I'm trying to do is keep it interesting. I mean, we've been playing these songs for a while, but I try to add in new stuff periodically, and um, I'm planning to do a bunch of writing this summer to get ready for the fall and do some performances. Actually, we may be adding some vocals in the mix at, at oh. some point, so yeah. So, oh, sorry, I haven't told you about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, keep so, it fresh. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, so you mentioned this Friday night, screening room, 7 o'clock, mm -hmm. album release. Uh, any other details that uh, folks need to know about that? Will, will there be any other groups performing or just, just Purple It's an all-Purple Spectre show. It's 100% purple. <laughs> um, I'm spent Spectre. <laughs> um, well, maybe this is a good opportunity to display the uh, the t-shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we have some t-shirts here, and we're cool. gonna sell them at the show. And um, excellent. Uh, <laughs> and for folks, you can who also are... order them on my website, MoynihanMusic.com. So if you like the shirt, you like the band. I got a nice website. And spell Moynihan for our listeners. M O Y N I H A N, MoynihanMusic.com. Excellent. And uh, also, if, if you're listening right now and you're wondering what, what's he holding up, you can go to our Facebook page or our YouTube channel and you can be, watch live and you can see the t shirt. And he's about to hold up another thing. And I have the CD here. Wow. Which we will be selling on the show and it'll be out there floating around in the universe and so maybe someday thousand years from now some alien will <laughs> dig it out of the <laughs> garbage dump of the toxic wasteland and yeah and put it on and say hey man that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah. there you go and and there's a wonderful chalkboard facsimile of yes, the album cover behind amazing. you thanks I, to bridget i was, for, I was just i was over the moon about this <laughs> oh so <to> wow <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of visual puns tonight for our folks. If you're just listening, you're missing out. You gotta, you gotta watch the stream. Head to the KXCI Facebook page or YouTube channel to get all tonight's puns. Uh, so, <laughs> with that, um, let's get back to the music. Why don't we do uh, two songs with this set? Does okay. that, if that works, and yeah. uh, then uh, we'll get back with more from Purple Spectre. Cool. What are we doing? Spirit realm. Are you gonna tell the spirit story? Oh, should I tell the spirit? The... Okay, so this is like sort of a, inspired by like, like trying to like do astral projection and stuff. So this is it's, you have to imagine you're taking a walk through the astral plane, 
um, and you're encountering all these beings and ghouly guys there, and and this is <laughs> this is called the spirit realm. <laughs>
Once again, thanks for coming down, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So uh, Friday night is the album release show at the screening room, 7 o'clock. And I want to go back to a topic that we uh, touched on during our our last break and uh, and go back to the the composition process. And and there are a few different layers of the onion I want to peel back for our our listeners. Uh, So... Um, you, as you were introducing uh, the first song we heard in that set, the Spirit Realm, Mike, you, you sort of set the stage for the listeners a little bit about, um, you know, what uh, what it evoked uh, to you as, as you were writing it. So, it, it what that led to uh, me thinking about is, in general, um, how you go about the process of translating an idea into a composition with an particularly an example like that, where you've got uh, you know, a, a pretty particular description, you know, with sort of visual elements to it that, that can situate the listener. So is that something that uh, uh, preceded the actual composition? In other words, did you have the idea that you wanted to write a song to evoke that uh, concept? Or, would, you know, did that uh, sort of come out of the musical ideas that you were starting to develop? I think that particular one... Um... <clears throat> was a lot of times I do start with a concept or a mood or a, yeah, like the spirit realm, a setting of some kind that is maybe a visual thing in my mind. And then that sort of inspires me. And then I'll hear different melodies and, and harmonies and rhythms in my head that, that sort of come out of that it's it's really weird i don't know many other people who tend to do it like that but for me it's definitely i like to start a lot of times with something tangible something that is uh um you know rooted in uh uh some kind of imagery or feeling you know because i i don't know i i tend to really like music that um is evocative and can kind of transport you to uh, a different place or make you feel something that you weren't feeling before. So a lot of times, yeah, many of these pieces were like that, where I started with um, some sort of concept that sort of birthed the sounds that you're hearing. Um, The one we just played, The Sickness, that one was sort of more of a just a pure musical um, idea that, I, the reason it's called the sickness is because I just had a cold that day, and <laughs> but for some reason I was actually like inspired and I was I like that me- I don't know that melody just came to me and I just yeah. wrote that whole song right there that day. So um, yeah, so it kind of I do I do it both different ways, you know. Um, but I'll, I really do like to write that way where I I start with something like um, what's another one that's that's good like that. Um, well, Moff Det that we have, um, the first one we played, mm. that one was actually, I wanted to write a piece about, um, justice and, um, exploring 
Well, actually, no, it wasn't so much about justice as it was trying to actually summon this goddess of justice from Egypt. Um, I was trying to actually summon the force of, of justice because I felt like we needed more of that. Yeah. Um, and Mafetet, I looked up on Wikipedia and... <laughs> <laughs> that great that news was, for all. That, that was what they said the goddess of justice was. But later I found out that it was actually, she's the goddess of legal justice. So, and there's another, I guess it was, uh, um, um, who's the who's the real goddess of justice? I forget. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> you have to check Wikipedia. Yeah. 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 Uh, to go online and do my research further. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So for those songs that have at least the the the, the seed of the song is grounded in something um, concrete, is that part of how you are presenting um, the the song to everyone else in the group when you're first sharing the ideas? Do you do you lay the groundwork? And I'm I'm curious for everyone else in the group as well. Is that helpful when you hear that, or, or is it almost? Uh, does it complicate the creative process to, to be thinking about the intent that he had in writing the song as you're translating it? Well, I've got, I mean, I definitely let these guys know what the songs are about. I think, I think you guys all know, right? What all the songs are about. I think it helps. Yeah. You, you like it? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like having something concrete to grab onto. Mm -hmm. You know, you can kind of tell with Mike's descriptions too that there's an element to that that's humorous, even right, though it's yeah. serious. It's, yeah. He's a funny guy, yeah, and so we yeah. we latch on to different parts of that. Sure. And actually, we'll be in rehearsals, and Mike write, might write a bit of the song, might, quite a bit of the song, but then he'll be like, you know, I'm not sure what to do with you know this section here, and he'll let us experiment, and he'll kind of be like, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. I'll try <laughs> something different there. Uh -huh. So there's some bit of group compositional process that we get into as well once yes. we know the theme and the, you sure, know sure. we know him and you know all yeah. that kind of goes into it. it yeah. And you know I, I from in terms of that um, group compositional process as well, you know M Mike, I'm curious uh, how how vividly do you hear the songs as you're uh, as you're composing them uh, or you know is it something where you, you, you hear the framework but but it's not until the groups together that you really have a sense for the final shape it'll take well a lot of times i mean some of these were pretty um charted out um i sort of had a pretty clear idea of of all the parts and everything but there's been other ones like angelo said like there's ones called spectral synthesis that i sort of just had a skeleton of it and then i brought it to these guys and i was like can you guys do something you know like what what do you guys hear for this and they came up with this awesome little groove um that is just so cool it really makes the whole song like it wouldn't be like the same song without it so yeah um it just varies you know sometimes it's really clear and i and sometimes it's more vague and washy and i have to kind of sift through it and then get these guys to help me out with it but um yeah so uh so w once again the release show is going to be on friday night mm -hmm. at the screening room and uh w what was it about that venue that uh that spoke to you for this for the setting what what, what uh what made that an appropriate choice for the for purple specter well, they got back to me. That was big... <laughs> <laughs> that's always uh, that first. was helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I I just think it's a really cool 
just local venue it, it yeah. it's it's got a cool vibe in there and also you can do like big projections so we're gonna actually project some psychedelic oh cool um yeah stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's gonna be really cool and i think that really helps because like when we did our show at the solar culture we actually had um Mama. gabriella yeah mama molina do uh um visuals live visuals with our thing she she actually cool. couldn't make do it this time but um that was awesome you know i think having that visual element with your music it really helps the audience it helps draw them in and, and yeah. helps them connect with what you're doing you know sonically so mm-hmm. um yeah so that was a big big aspect of it and yeah they're really nice they're really cool people so <laughs> just enjoy working with them you know excellent um yeah and uh, once again, for folks who uh, want to be able to find more information about either this show or your music in general, what's the best way to do that? Um, you can definitely look at my website, moynihanmusic.com, M-O-Y-N-I-H-A-N music.com. Um, there's a, we have a Purple Spectre page on my website. And also on I have Live Dates page where I keep try to keep my calendar updated and I always definitely put the Purple Spectre dates up there because those are really important to me. So um, so if you want to see where we're playing, you can just head over to my website. Or, or oh, also, <laughs> we have an Instagram. There you go. Purple Spectre Band, at Purple Spectre Band. And then we have a Facebook page, Mike Monahan's Purple Spectre. Um, so please, if you liked our music... Definitely give us a follow on the social media because it definitely really helps, you know, you know, a lot of venues and stuff will look at your following on social media and see, you know, how what your draw is going to be, you know, that way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, give us a like and a follow and everything like that. And we also keep people updated that way, too. So excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we've got about 15 minutes left to mm-hmm. fill. So, uh if you want to try to squeeze in one or two more songs, depending on how much. Uh... Yeah, let's let's do it. All right, sounds good. You listening to Purple Spectre here on Locals Only? Let's do Chin Juice and then see what how much time. So this one is called Chin Juice, and it was not inspired by real life events, although <laughs> it may well could have been. I have been known to spill a little mustard there every now and then. <laughs>
spectral synthesis. Spectral. Yeah. Chill it out. We've been yeah. blasting them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the one where you'll hear it. These guys did a really cool um, rhythm section part for this one. It's, I, I really like what they did on this.
Thank you.